You're listening to the Outdoor Photography Podcast, episode 30. Did you know that using your camera's luminosity and color histograms are actually more accurate ways of assessing exposure than relying on your camera's meter? If you have been confused by histograms, then this episode is for you. In today's Tidbit Tuesday, I'm going to break down what histograms are, how to use them to assess your exposure, and what it means to expose to the left or to the right. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Brenda Petrella, the creator of Outdoor Photography School. Join me as I sit down with top landscape and nature photographers and outdoor industry experts to chat about creativity, composition, photography tips and techniques, essential gear, safety in the outdoors, respect for nature, and so much more. Tune in every week to learn how to create compelling and impactful images while exploring and enjoying the natural world. Welcome to the Outdoor Photography Podcast. Hey everyone, Brenda Petrella here, here to help you create better images and reconnect with nature. I hope you're having a fabulous fall or spring season so far, depending on what side of the equator you're on. Just a quick heads up, today's audio may be of a little lower quality than usual because I'm actually recording from the road and I don't have my typical setup. I am on my way back home after attending the Out of Acadia conference, which is put on by Out of Chicago. And it was just an all around incredible experience from the amazing instructors to the warm and friendly attendees to how well it was run and organized. Not to mention that Acadia itself is a magical place worth exploring with your camera if you get the chance. I highly recommend the Out of Chicago conferences to anyone who's been considering attending a photography conference. Anyways, thanks for understanding about the audio quality. And now let's get in today's tidbit about histograms and exposure. As you know, I love hearing from you. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast, just click the link in today's episode description or go to outdoorphotographyschool.com forward slash podcast and click the button to record your question. This week's topic was prompted by a question from one of our listeners, RJ. Hi, Brenda. I need to know what do they mean by saying exposed to the right? I have no idea what they're talking about. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you, RJ, for raising this question because the terms and concepts may be confusing for many listeners, especially those who may be relatively early in their photographic journeys. RJ submitted his question right after episode 24 which was a Tidbit Tuesday on high dynamic range, where another listener, Carl, asked about exposing to the right. But discussing the concepts of exposing to the right or to the left don't make a whole lot of sense without first understanding histograms. So that's where we'll start today. There are two histograms to be aware of in photography, and they are the luminosity and the RGB or red, green, blue histograms. Histograms show the relative distribution and intensity of tones or colors in an image. Technically, histograms are bar graphs, but because there are no spaces between the data columns, they actually appear to look more like area graphs. So let's start with the luminosity histogram. The luminosity histogram looks like a monotone graph. The horizontal or x-axis represents tonal values that range from black to white, 
with pure black on the very left of the axis and pure white on the very right of the axis. And the vertical or y-axis represents the relative quantity of how many pixels in the image have that tonal value. Most digital cameras these days allow you to display the luminosity histogram either while you are exposing your image and or when you're reviewing the images on the LCD display. And the luminosity histogram can also be viewed in post-processing software. So if we read the x-axis of the luminosity histogram from left to right, we have the darks on the left, then the shadows, the midtones are in the middle, and then the lights, and on the very right-hand right side of the axis are the highlights. The darks, shadows, midtones, lights, and highlights all represent different tonal values of an image. You can think of a histogram like a tonal fingerprint of the image, and we can learn a lot about an image simply by studying the histogram. Each photo has its own unique histogram depending on what the scene contains and your exposure settings. For example, let's say you're photographing a yellow flower on a white background. The histogram for that image is going to be shifted to the right, even though it may be properly exposed because the subject matter itself is bright. Whereas if you were to photograph a black Labrador retriever against a dark background, the histogram would naturally be shifted to the left because most of the tones in the photograph are in the darks and shadow regions, even if it's not underexposed to the point of crushing the blacks. Another example would be of a histogram of a high dynamic range scene, as we discussed back in episode 24. Depending on what was in the scene, a high dynamic range histogram would appear to have peaks on the left and right sides of the graph with little tonal data in the middle. This type of histogram would suggest a high contrast scene. Conversely, if we had a histogram that looked more like a typical bell curve with a single peak in the middle, then what we would conclude from that histogram is that the pixels of the image mostly fall within the midtone range and that it is a low contrast scene. If you underexpose an image too much, then the histogram would show a bar touching the left edge of the graph, and those pixels would appear as pure black in the image, and no details would be recoverable in post-processing. And this is called crushing the shadows or darks. The opposite is true for clipping the highlights. If we overexpose an image too much, the details in the clipped pixels are not recoverable in post-processing, and those pixels would appear as pure white. And you can tell if you've clipped your highlights if the histogram shows a bar touching the very right edge of the graph. So ideally, you would expose your scene so that your darks and highlights were not touching either the left or right edges of the histogram, unless, of course, you wanted to purposefully under or overexpose the photo for artistic reasons. So in summary, the luminosity histogram gives us two key pieces of information. One, the relative abundance and distribution of different tonal values in the image. And two, whether or not we have lost any pixel information in the darks or highlights. So you may be wondering, why can't you just rely on the camera's meter to assess your exposure? Isn't that less complicated? Well, the camera's meter does seem less complicated than the histogram, but it's not nearly as accurate, and I'll tell you why. First of all, your camera's meter doesn't know what it is you're photographing and how much of the scene is bright and how much of the scene is dark. All it knows is that 
Its job is to make every exposure as close to middle gray as possible and indicate on a scale whether your current exposure settings would result in an over or underexposed image. Since the camera's meter measures reflected light and not ambient light, the camera's meter can be fooled by the subject matter. And a great example of this is photographing a snowy scene. Snow is white, and so it reflects a lot of light, and the camera's meter would interpret this as your current exposure settings resulting in an overexposed image rather than the scene actually being bright and it was supposed to be bright. So if you rely on your camera's meter for a snowy scene, you would need to reduce your exposure to get the meter to be happy at zero. And then you would end up with an image of gray snow, not white snow. So relying on the camera's meter for exposure settings is really only useful if you are photographing a low contrast scene with a lot of midtones. Otherwise, you would be far better served by studying the histogram. So now that we understand histograms, let's talk about exposing to the right or to the left, which simply means the right or left side of the histogram. So in ETTR or exposed to the right, your goal is to set your exposure settings of aperture, shutter speed, and ISO so that the data in the histogram is slightly pushed to the right side of the graph, favoring the highlights without overexposing it so much so that you clip the highlights to pure white. This results in a slightly overexposed image. And in ETTL, or exposed to the left, your goal is to slightly underexpose the image so that the data in the histogram is slightly pushed to the left side of the graph, favoring the shadows and darks, again, without underexposing the image so much so that you crush the darks and lose that pixel information. So why would you want to use ETTR or ETTL rather just trying to get the histogram to be comfortably in the middle of the graph? Well, in situations where you have a lot of shadows and you want to make sure you are preserving as much shadow detail as possible, then it is a good idea to expose to the right. The reason for this is a little complicated, but I will try to explain it. So basically, when your camera's sensor records pixel information, more information is recorded in the brightest tones than in the darker tones in the scene. This has to do with the dynamic range of camera sensors and that each change in a stop of light is a doubling or halving of that light. So the brightest stop of light recorded by the camera sensor contains half of all the tonal values of the image, and each stop of light darker than that contains half of the remaining total information so a quarter of the total, and so forth. So when you expose to the right, your camera's sensor is recording more information in the shadows than if you had exposed to the left, and you can recover the shadows more cleanly with some adjustments in post-processing, which results in minimal noise. When would you not want to use ETTR or ETTL? Well, if you are starting with a high-key or very bright scene without a lot of shadows already in it, then exposing to the right doesn't really gain you much, and it may even make the brightest areas of the scene appear banded. And as I recommended in episode 26 on photographing the fall colors, I have found that slightly exposing to the left works well for being able to restore the vibrancy of the colors from my raw files by bringing up the white slider slightly in post-processing. Exposing to the left otherwise has pretty limited use cases. Okay, so 
now that we've mastered the luminosity histogram and ETTR and ETTL, let's chat for a moment about the color or RGB histogram. RGB stands for red, green, blue, and the RGB histogram shows the relative distribution and intensity of the tonal values of the colors recorded in the raw file. Every color has an associated tonal value or brightness level to it, which we can observe when we convert our color images to black and white. It turns out the luminosity histogram is derived from the RGB histogram. And so the RGB histogram is a more accurate display of the actual tonal values of a scene. Interestingly, our eyes perceive the brightness of colors differently. So for example, we perceive green as being brighter than blue, when in fact it may not be any brighter in terms of its tonal value. And so the calculations that are used to derive the luminosity histogram from the RGB histogram account for these perceived differences. So depending on the colors of the scene you're photographing, the luminosity histogram could be misleading. For example, when photographing the fall colors, you may have a lot of reds and oranges in your scene, and it's quite easy to blow out the highlights in the red channel of the RGB histogram. But you may not see that clipping in the luminosity histogram alone. So it's always a good idea to check both the luminosity and color histograms if you have both available to you on your camera. So in summary, both the luminosity and RGB histograms are much better at assessing exposure and potential clipping than the camera's metering system. And exposing to the right or to the left simply means to push the histogram in either direction by changing your exposure settings. All right, thanks so much for tuning in to this Tidbit Tuesday. As always, I appreciate you tuning in and I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. I have received many more listener questions, which I will be answering in future Tidbit Tuesdays, so stay tuned for those. If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to help support it, the best ways to do that are by rating and reviewing it, sharing the show with others, and or buying me a coffee through the link in the description, which helps me cover the costs of production. Each of these methods helps get the word out about the show, and it shows our guests that we have an engaged and happy listenership. So thank you for all of your support in helping me reach more listeners like you. Next week on the podcast, we'll be chatting with California-based landscape photographer David Hunter about being an artist-in-residence for several national parks, storytelling through photography projects, and the role of photographers in conservation. So until then, get outside, my friends, and find yourself a little nature. Take care.